Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and welcome to my vlog, where it's my pleasure to highlight my creative journey and extract the various things that I'm learning along the way, as well as highlight the various uh, tactics that I'm applying as I come up against certain obstacles or whatever the case may be, right? And if nothing else, uh, just to kind of give you an insight into my process and hopefully inspire you, you know, because we might not be doing quite the same thing, but um, overall, whenever I listen to somebody else's process and their journey, I certainly get inspired, um, you know, from them. And so that is my hope with this. Now, kind of, I don't know if you want to call it like the elephant in the room or just like the thing that we're all dealing with is obviously uh, coronavirus. And in particular, I would imagine that all of us are quarantined and we're staying at home and so forth. And, you know, th there's various reactions to, that you can have to that. And I certainly do, you know, at times um, it's one of those things where, you know, it could be a good day, it could be a bad day, or, you know, it can certainly shift within just a couple of hours, if nothing else, you know, and what I find is that mainly depends on uh, the, the news that I'm seeing, right, or the various kind of things happening. And so, you know, that, that can be tough and things like that, but I try to mainly focus on what I can control and what I can't. And so for me, what I can control is myself, the things that I do, um, various things of that nature. And obviously I look at myself and I understand that I'm very blessed to be in the position that I can be, that I am. And so, you know, I try to find ways to, uh, utilize my blessings and, uh, you know, help others. And this, in a way you can view it as one of the ways that I hopefully am helping and using my blessings to help other people. Other ways, you know, I, I interact with the, the various people in my life um, via text or phone calls and things like that. Uh, just, if nothing else, just to check in. And one of the things I was finding was that, you know, there's a lot of people in my life that I actually do care about, um, per perhaps some people that I haven't seen in a number of years. And so what I decided to do um, was to kind of, even though... Uh, I, I decided to send a mass email. And even though it was a mass email, I tried to write it as sincerely as I could and acknowledging that like it was a mass email, but it didn't diminish my sincerity. And what I said was like, in lieu of, you know, just in lieu of time, let me use this as a fire hose to just kind of ignite some conversations and, you know, reconnect with, with essentially the people that I care about. And so I, I put that out there and have been getting a good response. And, uh, you know, uh, it seems like it's brightened the, you know, some people that have responded already, it's brightened their, their day and so, so forth to know, like, you know, that they're on my mind. And, you know, I don't, I don't pretend to feel like, you know, um, all of a sudden, like, that, that all their worries and things like that have gone away. But, you know, sometimes it is just a small act like that, that that you can do for somebody to let them know, like, if you are thinking about them, like, hey, I'm thinking about you, hope all is well type of deal that, you know, has has the ability to brighten their day. And I think uh, we often discredit that power from ourselves when, in fact, we should acknowledge it and utilize it. So that's one way uh, that I've been kind of going about certain things. Um, the other way... Uh, you know, my, my friends and I, my close circle of friends, we, you know, we communicate via text and, you know, we've done the Zoom meetings before and things like that. But 
you know, there, there was an aspect that we missed, uh, and it just kind of, not that it was the same necessarily, but um, we just wanted kind of, I guess, like an activity, right? Just something a little bit beyond just the Zoom meeting. And so, uh, you know, we, I forget which one of us discovered the house party app, but um, someone discovered it. We all sort of downloaded it. And uh, that's been a fun thing. Essentially, it's, you know, you can, it's almost like a Zoom, but it's got games built in. So whether Pictionary, Trivia, uh, version of Cards Against Humanity, or um, Heads Up, uh, you know, you can play this with any number of friends. And the nice part is anytime you kind of check into the app, you, you can see a good number of friends there and kind of get a game going. So it's it's kind of been fun that way to have that going. And, and you know, it's it just, I don't know, if nothing else, it kind of stimulates your, your mind a little bit more um, and, and, and allows you to have fun rather than just being like, hey, how's your week going? How are you dealing with curling? You know, you just, you just focus on trivia or drawing and people are laughing and things like that so it's a, it's a nice little respite if nothing else and you know it's an app so it, it's available for android ios doesn't matter and yeah it's it's been a lot of fun as far as the creative stuff um the things that i've been working on um is mainly the trailer for my feature film uh you know so there was a big you know, I, I kind of obviously kind of now with, you know, coronavirus, there's a big pause in terms of doing anything with the movie until kind of life resumes to somewhat of a normal circumstance or whatever you want to call it for lack of a better term. But that doesn't prevent me from being able to move forward. And, you know, and I know I've talked about the trailer itself, but, um, you know, last week what I did was I really revisited the movie and cut out select pieces, whether visually or, you know, sound bites that I liked. And that amounted to about 14 minutes out of like a 90 minute movie. And I started playing with those pieces to create a trailer. And because there are essentially three different storylines that interconnect, um, the way I started approaching it was, well, let me introduce one storyline and kind of pose like, you know, what, what the, let me pose a question and then move on to another character and pose that question of kind of what they might be going going through and then kind of you know leave it a mystery and then the third character and then kind of show images and sound bites and things like that and um i i overall it was a good stepping stone like i thought like it was finally a version it was like version 13 uh, and it was a version that i knew it wasn't complete but i knew i was finally kind of in the right direction of things and I actually had a big breakthrough this weekend, so I, I, you know, blasted it out to various people that I knew, that I trust, and I actually, for the first time, opened up towards people that haven't seen the movie, that weren't involved with the project, because I needed sort of fresh eyes, right? That, that's been a big part, you know, when you're editing a trailer, you know, for me, because I've, I've worked on, I, I've written the movie, I've filmed the movie, I directed the movie, I edited the movie, like I've been involved so deeply throughout the process that now cutting a trailer, you know, it's hard to separate what's a vital information and, you know, what information you don't want to give away, but you also need to give away, you know, it's a fine balancing act. And so I have to say and applaud in particular, my friend Dimitri Panos, who is a co-host of mine, uh, formerly of Anatomy of Movie, and you know he's someone who works in who has worked in distribution of movies, and so uh, not only do 
not only do I like his actual take um, just from the creative standpoint, but he also is someone who is actually truly knowledgeable in this area. And he actually provided me a really brilliant breakthrough um, for this process. And I'm really excited. I haven't yet gotten to apply those notes, but essentially, you know, there's, uh, there's a character who, who essentially, you know, witnesses things and uh, she views things from her perspective and, and you know, the, the inner crossing of, of these various characters, she's kind of a witness to. And so it was like, well, why not let her be the, the main um, kind of through line for the trailer? Now, the reason why I didn't think of that initially was, yes, I always knew that she, you know, she is kind of the narrator in the movie itself, but um, just just the way the storylines went and things like that, it, um, without spoiling too much, uh, the, the storylines kind of shift in different ways. And so it, in that sense, it just wasn't as obvious as one might expect. Now, in hindsight, it's like, well, no, duh. But it's interesting kind of in that process when you're in the midst of it, sometimes like you can't, you know, you can't separate the forest from the trees type of deal. And now kind of having his insight and having worked through it, um, now it's like, no, duh. And I'm excited to really get into it. And, uh, you know, I don't know if it fully unlocks the, you know, the whole thing, but it certainly opens at least a door, <laughs> if you will. Uh, so I'm really kind of excited for that. The other sort of exciting news regarding the movie is the fact that, um, Finally, uh, the the sound design is resumed. So, you know, I I have a person that um, that I that I like that um, is can really elevate the sound mix and the sound design to the next level. But the problem was that you know he's he he had a health issue, and you know it wasn't it wasn't uh, COVID nineteen thankfully. But nonetheless, you know, it was something that he had to, to deal with. And so he had to take a couple of weeks off. Uh, and he felt really bad about that. But, I, I you know, right when this happened, I, I told him, like, listen, you know, right now everything's at a standstill anyway. Like, take your time. Your health matters most. And, like, you know, the project's going to be here when you return. So I got the news Sunday morning, essentially, that, you know, all is well again with him. And he's back to normal life and he's excited to tackle this project. So as of Monday, meaning today, he is back on the project. So I think it should take about 10 days. Who knows? It might take a little bit more, but in about 10 days, uh, the movie will have a complete sound design and mix, which in essence means that the movie will be complete because that's the last sort of piece of the puzzle. So I'm excited for that because then, you know, I essentially get to check off that the movie is fully, fully complete and, you know, off my plate. And in that sense, you know, the, the tr I can also work on the trailer a lot more in the sense like right now, the audio is very rough because the movie's audio is not complete. It means that the trailer's audio is not complete. So, um, you know, and I can't have complete, I can't have clean audio for the trailer unless the movie's done because I'm pulling it you know, like when you edit a trailer, you're pulling directly from the movie, right? So that's going to be exciting. Um, so I'm very, I'm very thankful, grateful that, you know, that uh, Edgar is back to full health. 
and that, um, you know, in the grand scheme of things, nothing was lost, and he's excited as always, and I know the talent uh, he has and, and what he's going to be able to bring to this project. So it's going to, you know, uh, every time you, you know, when you color correct, when you add, you know, the final score to something, when you when you do the sound mix, it always takes up um, the level of your product always up a notch. And so I'm, I'm really, really excited and looking forward to that. Speaking of, you know, completing the movie, you know, it's, it's obviously a very interesting time for artists in general. But, you know, I think one of the things that I, I spoke with one of my friends, um, Keaton Marquis, and, uh, you know, she's an actress among other things. And, you know, we were talking and she really encouraged me to submit the film to various film festivals. And, you know, I haven't yet, but because, you know, for me, if I was going to do that, I wanted to do it once the movie was complete, which I know, you know, I've talked about in the past about submitting it to the Cannes Film Festival in terms of a working version, because it certainly wasn't the finalized version. Um, and I'll talk about the Cannes Film Festival in a moment, but, but, you know, um, I think this is a good opportunity once once I have the completed project to submit it to various film festivals. Now, I'm doing this under the the full knowledge that any any of these film festivals at any moment could be canceled. But you know, I'm going to take that shot and you know, and and just try, right? You know, I, I still want to put my best foot forward with this movie, and film festivals is one of the ways a filmmaker can do that so i'm going to really try to do that and if for whatever reason a if the film you know i'm already kind of assuming that the film gets accepted i mean point blank it might not be right so i have to be okay with that and i am two if if i'm lucky enough that it does get accepted to you know a festival or various festivals you know uh, those festivals might not happen this year and you know it just kind of is what it is so i have to be prepared for that outcome as well but nonetheless it's one of those things like you, you do everything in your ability that you can and you kind of let the chips fall where they may so it's almost like it, it's a notion of not having any regrets you know i won't it, it's kind of like with the con film festival you know i don't know if if um if I'll ever have gotten accepted into the Cannes Film Festival, unless I apply, right? And, you know, certainly it's a, with the Cannes Film Festival, it's a weird circumstance. As of today, uh, I I saw reports that they're partnering with YouTube, along with other film festivals, to do, you know, a digital version of it. Now, I haven't, like, received official notification from the organizers themselves. They have yet to select the movies that will be participating in this sort of format, this would be going on towards like the the pretty much the end of May, going into early June, and you know it's something that obviously I would love for my movie to be screened in a movie theater. Uh, certainly, that is kind of like the historic version of Khan. You know, that's what they fight for. But you know, I also understand like this is a weird time and things like that. And for me as a filmmaker, like at the end of the day, I want my movie to be seen and. Yeah, you know, I, I I would hope that like you know, again, assuming that let's say like all all things are go, that my movie's accepted and things like that. That you know, I I wouldn't want people to see my movie on a cell phone on YouTube, 
But nonetheless, you know, it's one of those things, well, I want my movie to be seen. And so, you know, it's, it's a situation that is, you know, sort of outside the hands of a lot of people. So, you know, you just kind of accept it for what it is. Um, but, you know, it's going to be interesting. You know, I, I, I've, I've been tracking kind of what the Cannes Film Festival has been doing. And, you know, they were trying to, you know, they, they tried delaying the film festival. And, you know, then they shortly after that realized, like, that just wasn't going to be an option. You know, they moved it essentially from May to, like, you know, they they were thinking even, like, July. And that just doesn't seem to be in the cards. They They kind of forfeited that. But they're still trying to move forward in some way. And so, you know, reports, as I said today have said they're moving forward with like a partnership with YouTube. You know, we'll see how that that is. Um, I am curious to know, like they didn't say when they would announce the participants of this. Um, so I'm hoping to kind of hear really from the Cannes Film Festival. It's, it's one of those things like, you know, in the grand scheme of things, like there there's so much going on. But, you know, right now it's like the Schrodinger's cat, like, Am I in the film festival? Am I not? You know, and I don't know until I get the official word. And not that that's creating anxiety, but yeah, I, I, I'm not going to lie and say that I wouldn't love to know if I did or did not. Um, it certainly doesn't preclude me, as I said, that I will continue, you know, once the sound mix is done to apply to other film festivals. Um, you know, I, I imagine that if, if the the YouTube version of the Con Film Festival is towards the end of May that that I would hear relatively soon within the next two weeks. I that's I, pure conjecture on my part, but you know I, I think that's relatively feasible, um, which would kind of align pretty well because as I said, you know the sound mix going to take about ten days, so let's just estimate two weeks. So it would be good to know kind of then you know it's kind of I feel like things are aligning where, you know, the sound mix for the movie is going to be done. I'm going to find out yay or nay on the Cannes Film Festival that'll, because that'll then inform me how to go about applying to other film festivals and so forth. So I think it's all kind of coming together, um, you know. And to that point, like, if you are a filmmaker, um, I'd be curious to know how you're handling this coronavirus situation, how you're approaching things. And, you know, uh, obviously there's different levels of filmmaking, you know, I, my movie is very low budget. I mean, I made it for $5,000. Now, granted, I, I, you know, not to toot my own horn, um, I credit everyone involved. But for me, I think it looks like at least like um, 80, if not $100,000 movie, right? 80, yeah, 80 to $100,000 movie. And, um, you know, even though I don't have uh, name actors necessarily, um, they are actors who are, in my opinion, phenomenal. And so, you know, I think, uh, you know, the point being that I'm curious to know, like, how you're going about um, treating this, and especially if you were kind of in that boat of low indie budget filmmaking, you know, how are you sort of dealing with this, right? Because it's already hard enough to make a movie, uh, let alone get it out there, uh, just, you know, pre-2020 circumstances, but now it's like, you know, uh, the whole everything's just kind of been flipped upside down and, you know, you can't make heads or tails of anything, really. Um, and, and again, it's not to, like, this is in lieu of, like, there's so many bigger problems in the world, but that doesn't mean this isn't a problem for a lot of people's livelihood. Um, I'm lucky enough that it's not my livelihood, it's a passion of mine. Um, 
but you know, still, nonetheless, I would love to kind of, if, if you're a filmmaker out there, kind of chat with you. So comment down below or hit me up on social media at Phil Svitek. Um, be very curious. The other thing that I've been working on is uh, research for my next film, right? I'm trying to keep the ball going. And, you know, mainly I've been outlining and I heard, I heard um, kind of a great podcast about productivity when it comes to writing because too often, in a sense, we tribute writing as this thing. And I'm, I'm looking up the, uh, the podcast name because I don't want to just get it wrong. Um, but the idea being that, um, that too often we think writing is strictly the act of actual writing, right? Where you write words on a page. Um, and so on the Helping Writers Become Authors podcast, there's episode 505 called Productive Task You Can Still Do Even When You Don't Feel Like Writing. And the reason I bring this up is because, you know, right now I'm in the outline phase. And, you know, while, while quote-unquote, I'm not getting as, as many words on the actual page in terms of the outline as, like, I, I would hope to, that doesn't mean I'm not being productive because I'm still doing research around various subjects, like I'm studying quantum processing and quantum mechanics because, and virtual reality, because these are um, things that, that are a, a big part of the, the movie. I'm researching other things. And also just uh, watching movies, um, you know, in that same genre. I've talked about this before, but I am of the belief that, you know, you, you, you need to kind of study other people's work out there so that way uh, you avoid the cliches so um you know i always try to do that in, the, in this vein so so i know what not to copy and in fact um there was a there's a tv series on hulu called devs it's made by alexander garland who is the director of movies such as ex machina and annihilation and this was an eight-episode miniseries that he did. And he, when I say he did, he literally wrote he wrote and directed all eight episodes. Like, this is a true, um, you know, series. Like, it's an auteur series, if you want to call it that. And it's very intriguing. It's about determinism. You know, is determinism real? Is it not? And, and while I think it, it fails in its sort of execution, I'm still very glad that I did watch it because, like, it's the questions that it does bring up are very interesting to me and I enjoy talking about them. It's got my mind thinking. Um, and it gave me an idea of like what I want to make sure to avoid with my project and what, what is like worthwhile fertile ground that hasn't yet been fully explored. Right. So that's kind of been very interesting in that way. And so even though I'm not quote unquote writing the outline, I'm still being productive in that way. Now, there's, you know, you have to kind of walk a fine line because, you know, research is definitely a form that that you can kind of justify to yourself of like, oh, I'm doing research and then all of a sudden you're doing research for the next three years type of deal. But, you know, for me, uh, I'm, I'm still moving forward um, with the outline. So, I you know, you kind of have to gauge it for yourself of what's what's fully needed and what's just you just digging a little bit deeper. And, you know, the nice part for me, I, I kind of the theme of last week's episode was like, just keep moving forward. And 
Really, that's even what last week was, whether it was with the trailer, whether it was with the outline. You know, I did a version of the trailer where, you know, I had some notions and things like that and started putting it together. And, you know, I got to the end of the day and it wasn't it wasn't complete. And I knew like it was garbage, but I was like, you know what, at least I kind of worked on it and tried out various things. And the next day I went into it and, you know, it's, it's almost like I gave myself a running start and, you know, all of a sudden things started really clicking, but I don't think they would have clicked had I not done, you know, the prior day's worth of work. And same thing with the outline, you know, right now I'm at a stage where like I just did a version and while it's a little bit better than the past versions, it's certainly, you know, there, there's, you know, bullet points that I put in like, you know, uh, must write or must think of how these characters interact because it feels like they must interact here. And I don't know what the hell they're saying, what the hell they're doing, but there's just an inherent thing of like, something has to happen here, but I don't know what it is right now. Let me just kind of skip over it. And, you know, I'm excited to utilize that momentum when, you know, now along with the things that I'm researching now, I've got some good ideas to help flush those out and at least have a nugget once I kind of dive in deeper, now I can start to really expand that. So I'm excited for that. Um, And then also like, you know, I don't, one of the things I never want to do is basically lie about, you know, all the things that I'm doing. Like I, you know, even though I get a lot of joy from being productive and creative, I certainly take a step back and, you know, especially right now, just allow for moments to like veg out if you want to call it as such. Um, You know, so I watched, you know, I watched The Office. I watch other mindless TV series that perhaps I've seen before. But then I also, you know, and for me, I try to balance it out in with things that are familiar. So that way I can kind of just shut my brain off and be okay. And then other things, you know, stuff that I haven't yet seen, stuff that I might enjoy, like devs, um, also, you know, the other thing that I've gotten into is ESPN's The Last Dance. Like, I really love a good documentary and especially like sports to me in, in that sort of presentational format of a documentary are just fantastic to watch. And so I, you know, they've put out four episodes thus far. Um, and it, it, it's just been fantastic to watch. I can't wait to, it's going to be a 10 episode series. So I'm really looking forward to, the conclusion of this, like I wish I, all episodes were out there because it's just so fantastic to watch. And then the other series um, that came out, you know, I kind of discovered it on Netflix, um, you know, through its recommendation algorithm was uh, explained. And it's a, a docu-series about, you know, various things explained. And in this season in particular, they're they're tackling this pandemic. And the the uh, series is narrated by J.K. Simmons, and I think like they only have one episode out right now about COVID nineteen, but um, it's twenty six minutes. I thought it was like really, really honest. I thought it was sobering. Um, I thought it didn't hold back any punches. Um, it, it definitely clarified a lot of things, and it offered hope. So I think like you know, in a way, like to me, it should be almost like required viewing. Um, you know, and, and I'm sure like someone can poke holes at it of like, they didn't include this and they didn't include that. And then like at the end of the day, like it's only 26 minutes, but I think it's a nice summation of kind of the various things. And, and you can certainly deep dive into other facts as well. Um, so I think, I think that 
that's a strength and testament of, of that series in particular, and I look forward to other episodes in it. Um, the sort of last thing that I guess I'll touch on before um, I kind of wrap out is, you know, it's exciting. So, I, I, you know, in tandem with everything going on, I, I'm editing my first novel, um, and when I say I'm editing, I'm, I'm really just kind of sitting on the sidelines uh, looking at the various notes that my editor, Emily, you know, we have a Google Doc, and she makes recommendations and suggestions, and so she's been working on that, and, you know, now she's on chapter 28 of 33, um, so it's exciting uh, to see kind of her get to the final stages of the book, and then, you know, then once she's done, I'll be able to kind of take the next step. And obviously I have to have my pass at it because there's, you know, certain suggestions where she's like, you know, you need to expand this or you need to clarify this. So I'll have to kind of go back in, but I'm waiting until she's completely done with the book to be able to do that because, you know, I want to talk to her, um, on the whole of everything. And, you know, one of the goals of this pass was to lower significantly the word count. Um, you know, it was like 97,000 words. And the good news is we've, We've essentially chopped off 7,000 words. Um, you know, uh, my ideal would have been 80,000 words. But as I told her, like, you know, I'm not going to sacrifice anything just to kind of speed things up at this point. Um, you know, maybe we can get to like 88,000 or, you know, something along those lines. And I, I think we can find that. But, you know, um, and I think we're on the same page that we're not going to cut anything just for the sake of cutting if it doesn't make sense. You know, if we can make it tight, let's make it tight. But, um, you know, sometimes I think people can overcut sometimes. So, you know, we'll see. Who knows? I might, <laughs> I might be completely changing my tune next time around. I might tell you like, oh, we, we actually found so much fluff that we did get it down to 80,000. But so far, um, that doesn't seem to be the case. Like it, it actually flows pretty well, and there's um, a lot of stuff that happens in the in the novel, and you know. So anyway, um, as for goals for this week, uh, I am continuing to work on the how-to book. Uh, it's essentially a making of how I made my first feature, and so what I've been doing is I've essentially been dictating. Um, you know, I've outlined the the uh you know what i what i want in terms of the chapters and then what i'm doing is dictating chapter by chapter in a similar fashion like this and then transcribing that and and change you know using that as like a, a rough draft of the book and so far i've gotten quote unquote four chapters done so i'm going to continue moving forward in that that vein and so that's that's a goal of mine um continue to polish the trailer um, luckily time is on my side in this regard. So, you know, I can't say exactly when it'll be fully done, but I want to, uh, have it be as, as perfect as it can be. And part of how you make it, you know, you get to that conclusion is, um, it goes back to something that, um, that I learned a while ago where, you know, someone presents you with a version of something and you look at it and it's like, okay, this is, this is as good as it can be. And it's like, okay, well prove it. Right, and so you 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 put your best foot forward with other versions, and you know what you start to learn is like yeah, and in fact was always the best version, or like oh no, this is actually a better version. So I'm excited to kind of explore that with the trailer and just put you know test out a couple different versions and really look at it from all angles and really start to see what is the best version. And essentially, I'm kind of doing that with the outline for 
what ideally would be my uh, second feature film as well. So that's what's going on in my life. That's how I'm viewing things. Um, thank you for taking time to you know, join me, hear me talk about these various things. I hope it has been helpful in one way, shape, or form. Um, inspiring, if nothing else. If you have any questions or want to talk about something in greater detail, I would be happy to do so. Comment down below. Hit me up on social media, at Bill Svitek. And I hope to see you next time.